Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to the 170th episode of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show has spent most of her career in the software testing world, which led her to founding the Software Testing Club. This evolved to become the Ministry of Testing, which is a community of software testers that want to change, share and improve their craft. She says that she's a big believer in doing things ethically and that she's fascinated by the world of community, marketing, tech, and software testing. So welcome to the podcast, Rosie Sherry. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for having me. So Rosie, can you maybe tell us a little bit about why you started the uh, Ministry of Testing and and what it's up to right now? So I started the Ministry of Testing. It's kind of evolved over the years. I once had a career in testing, and along the way, I thought it would be a good idea to kind of start a community around it because I felt like there wasn't much out there for testers and then one thing led to another and 12 years on now it's kind of turned into this kind of huge global community where we do conferences around the globe quite literally and we've got an online community and an online kind of learning platform do you align yourself to anything in particular, or was this just a community that you decided to create? Well, I, I created it because I was a tester, and at the time was, I was like quite frustrated that there wasn't much out there for testers, and no, nobody seemed to be doing much for the community. So that, that's kind of why I started it. But really, I, I just started it as a little online forum to try to do something fun. I didn't really have any specific goals of where where it would be. I just kind of kept working on it, you know, every day or, you know, I'd I'd log in every day and try to think of good things to do or, you know, discussions I could create. And presumably you were getting good feedback from that. So it it sort of grew organically. Is that correct? Yeah, it's completely organic. Um, I kind of knew a few testers at the time. It was, you know, back then, like 2007, it was kind of like a much smaller world. Yeah, it's kind of like around the time like Twitter had just started and stuff like that. So it's almost like a completely different era. Yeah. And you were telling me just before we started recording that you're you're potentially stepping a little bit away from the day-to-day running of it? From my perspective, it's like I've like enjoyed the whole journey, but you know, it's also been really difficult from like many kind of personal aspects and I've had to kind of like rethink about who I am and where I want to be and because I started this thing and and my heart kind of followed the community and I kind of tried my best to listen to what the community wanted and I I created things that they wanted and as a result it's grown into something that's you know really quite quite amazing but at the same time I felt like it wasn't quite the right thing for me to be leading or managing like you know I can give you the example of like we we do like global conferences and as much as I believe these conferences are great and they can literally like change people's lives um, as speakers or attendees, the idea of me having to manage a global 
network conferences and traveling around the world is not somewhere where I want to be personally. I've got five kids and just like the idea of traveling for long periods of time is not on my wish list at the moment. So you're in the process of potentially handing the reins over to somebody else? I already have a CEO. He's been on board for 18 months now. As CEO, we've been working together for over three years. So it's been a bit of a long and slow process, but you know, it's something that's made me feel very comfortable about the whole thing as well. It's not been a rush decision. We've been working together really closely. Yeah, I've been teaching him everything I know, which has been interesting. But now, finally, I'm not quite there yet, but um, I'm almost at the point where I'm not needed anymore. Right, okay. <laughs> do you think you'll keep your hand in? Do you think you'll still attend um, local meetups and, and conferences, or do you think you'll step away completely? Definitely local ones. I mean, the, the biggest one is the one I started in my hometown in Brighton, and that will still keep going, happening every year. The last one that happened just in April was the last one that I was involved in running. So I've got a small team there who, who know what they're doing as well. So I feel confident that that's all good and well. I think for me, it's like I really want to do good by the community. And so I, I feel like I've been really patient with that. And I've kind of sacrificed a lot of, of myself as well to ensure that it's been put into the right hands. And, you know, at the same time, it's still the company that I own. You know, I've yes. not sold it off or anything like that. So. Obviously, it's in my best interest to kind of keep it going in the best way that I can. Yeah. So, Rose, we're going to go into the the main part of the interview now. So, could you perhaps share a career tip that you've learned along the way, one that maybe the audience don't know and perhaps should? For me, because I'm all about community, and you know, I've done like community for for testing, but I've also like in previous times as well helped run a co working space. Um, I also help run a local girl geek dinner meetup. And together, all of those experiences, like building up a community and meeting people, were really quite life changing for me. I'm not a person who has literally any, any qualifications. Everything that, that I've done has been me learning by myself or just uh, working with people or meeting people and you know, just bu- building up my, my network and what I believe is that when people see what you do, they, they believe that's what you are. So for me, I was doing all these events. I was presenting myself as a tester. And before I knew it, that's what everybody knew me for. And then everybody was coming to me for those kind of things. The biggest thing anyone can do is build up their network, whatever area they want to kind of specialize in or you know find a niche that they want to learn is just like, you know, dive in and meet people and write blogs, listen to podcasts, but, you know, any, any way you can participate is like, you know, I wholly recommend just like diving in there. Yeah. And, and you yourself, you obviously chose a particular topic or, or niche area that you'd focus in as well while you networked. Yeah, definitely. So it's like, I was always known as the, the geek kind of tester. In the testing community, being a tester is not so unique, but when you're at co- for example, during the co-working times, it was a lot more unique because like, no one else knew any other testers. So then everyone else would come to me for like testing advice. 
it was the same with dog eat dinners. It's like that there were no other testers there. Um, so it was like I kind of stood out from from that perspective. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yes. Okay, Rosie, can you perhaps tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? Obviously, not not the most fun memory, but I would say I'm a lot more comfortable talking about these things. But so I've I've got five children, and I'm a mother as well, um, and a woman. So all those things combined together um, when you're young. I was 24 when I had my first child, so that's a lot younger than most women these days, I would think. But um, as soon as I had my first child, it's like my whole world changed because it was then that I realised that how many people were really kind of discriminated against mothers. And it was literally from the moment I announced to my boss that I was pregnant, everything like changed and he like ignored me he just like treated me like completely different and it was just like it was quite devastating um with that first pregnancy I I ended up signing myself off sick because I couldn't deal with it you know I I was tempted to like see if I could take him to court but you know even the stress of that I just didn't want to go through so I just got myself signed off sick but even after that it's like trying to find a job like after you've had kids it's like people you know, I'd send off my CV and, and the recruiters or companies would be really interested. But as soon as like, the topic of like like a request for flexible working or the mention of me having young kids, and they would literally like go dead on me as soon as I would mention that. So I always felt like I had to hide the fact that I had kids, which I always felt was wrong. Right. Um, yeah, very much so. But, you know, now, now you know, I'm older. I'm 40 now. I've got five kids. And because I started doing like my own things, I like I like to wear my kids with pride, and I you know I sh- I shout about the fact that I have lots of kids. I shout about the fact that I run a relatively successful company whilst raising five kids, and also whilst home educating them. So it's like as a result of those tough experiences, and also seeing other kind of mothers uh, struggle through those kind of things, I, I kind of decided that, you know, I'm going to, I wouldn't say necessarily advocate, but I, or maybe advocate in my own way. I'm, I'm not going out of my way to, you know, write about these things, but just in the day-to-day way of, of how I live and how I share my life. I just kind of want to show people that mothers can do things in different ways and we can still, you know, achieve a lot when many people would have kind of brushed me off as unimportant or unable Okay, so Rosie, moving away from your worst moment, can you perhaps tell us about your career highlight or greatest success? Yeah, uh, that, I mean, that obviously has to come down to ministry of testing, I think, as one big, long highlight. So it's like, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that I kind of started it out of nothing. But so now, now we're like a team of 10 permanent staff. Um, we're completely uh, bootstrapped as in we've had no outside funding. I've literally reinvested like the money that we earn and have put it, everything back into the company. And just the fact that, you know, I, I kind of, from the early days, I always believed that the testing world needed someone to advocate for them and there was no one else who was going to do it. And I've ended up being that, that advocate. And quite literally, you know, 
I don't like to brag at all, but I know as a fact that if Ministry of Testing wasn't there, the testing world would be a very different place. And we, we've done a lot yep, of would be. positive things. So it's like, you know, how, how can you not be proud of that, you know? Yep, absolutely. So, Rosie, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? At the moment, there's just so much choice. At the moment, I'm coming. I'm in the process of like stepping down from ministry of testing and exploring like other things that I can do. I know in my heart, I, I want to stick with like community management kind of stuff. Um, I'm also interested very much in the, in the business world from a kind of bootstrapped ethical perspective. But, you know, just as an example, as I'm going out there researching stuff, uh, participating in communities, learning about new tools that are out there, things that I hadn't found the time to do before because I was so like bogged down with um, all the work with Ministry of Testing. I was like, so now, now that I have the time to look into all the other things, it's just, I kind of feel like a little bit like a little girl again. It's like, oh, my God, there's all these things out there, people tr- trying to do so many amazing things in every industry, every niche. There's like something going on. There's a podcast, anything. You could choose to learn whatever you want. And I think that's just amazing. And all of that is thanks to technology. And there's not a part in your life that isn't touched by technology. So it's like if you're interested in something, you know, you can just go and learn about it. And I think there's no reason why anyone can have an impact on any area in the world if that's what they choose to do so the opportunities are there it's just a matter of deciding and, and um, going for it yeah and, and try, try not to get overwhelmed by it all because i think that's a problem as well is that there's almost too much and you can get confused and indecisive yes. about what it is that you want to do but at the same time it can lead you down amazing paths and i think if you don't explore you'll never properly know what what it is that really excites you and I think I've been quite lucky that, for me, I personally, is like, I know I'm all about the community. And like the next things I want to do are related to community, but perhaps in different industries. But as I explore these different industries, I, you know, I see lo- loads of opp- opportunities for building little community projects as well. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> So what first attracted you to a career in IT? I just didn't know what I wanted to do. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I thought I'll have a I'll have a shot at that. Um how can I do that? I I did a couple of courses and then my husband was actually working in tech as kind of like a web developer and he helped me get my first testing job. He kind of put a recommendation in for me. And then the rest is history. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? Uh, to be yourself. Um, I, I don't think there's any any room for not being yourself. And if you want to succeed and stand out, you, you kind of have to listen to who you are and what you want to be and what you want to do. And conversely, what is the worst career advice you've ever received? Work like a man. Work long hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Basically, the, the idea of you have to work crazy hours or your, your life becomes your work is, is so wrong um, and no company should ever ask that of you. I, I just think it's wrong. 
not to have that life work balance. If you were to begin your IT career again in today's world, what would you do? I would write a lot more. One thing I always regret is like not keeping my blog or my website up to date. And I just wish I had done that over the years. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? So at the moment, I mentioned I'm stepping down from Ministry of Testing. And now I'm, I've taken on a role at a website called Indie Hackers as a community manager. Indie Hackers is a community for kind of founders, bootstrapped companies and people. Um, and it's just one amazing big community that is trying to do their best to, to support people, trying to make money and create businesses online. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Uh, being nice and being kind. It's amazing what you can do if you just be kind and not expect anything back from anyone. And how do you keep your own career energised? Always looking into reading new things or listening to new podcasts. Basically looking out for new ideas and not getting sidetracked by negative energy that is often out there. And away from technology, what else do you do? I, well, I've got a family, so they, they keep me really, really busy. Um, <laughs> yes. And I like to go running. I took up running a few years ago just to help me physically and, and kind of mentally. And that, that's been amazing, actually. And I mentioned I home educate my kids as well. So I put a lot of time and effort into that, that side of things. Rosie, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? In the tech world, you can be anything you want to be. And, you know, it's really up to you to decide how to do that. And and not, nothing, well, maybe not nothing, but things in your past, as such as your past experience or your qualifications, don't define who you can be. You can define who you be by the actions that you take. So I would definitely say, you know, just be who you want to be and don't look for excuses to not be able to achieve things that you want to achieve. Because in the tech world, you know, it's anyone's game and it's like it's up to you to decide to you know, take action on, on taking those steps towards your goals, whatever they may be. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter Basically, like Rosie Sherry on most things. So on Twitter, I'm Rosie Sherry. I've got my personal website. I don't update very much, but I'm trying to get better at, which is rosiesherry.com. And I guess um, if you're on LinkedIn, then I'm Rosie Sherry there as well. Rosie, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you for having me, Phil. As always, my thanks go to my guest on today's show. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e, and then the number of today's episode. I also want to thank you for your continued support. It's always great to hear from listeners, particularly when they have suggestions about potential guests or ways to improve the show. And this was one of the reasons for creating the new IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. I'm really excited about taking the podcast forward 
and I hope that you'll continue to support and listen to the show as it continues to change and evolve. Thanks for listening, and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.